Okay, so I think we're going to start with everyone sharing their messiest time in their lives. Oof. That they feel like <laughs> that they feel like sharing. Because I'm sure there's different versions of messy that we've been through. Yeah. So just pick one that you feel like is, you know. Like messy, <laughs> messy. Yeah, but, no, but if it's not too personal, like you can pick a less messy one if it's too much. You know what I mean? How many messy lives have you had? I don't know. You've... I've been through, like, I think a few messy eras too. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. There's different levels of messy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me think. You can share things up. You know what? what's so funny is we were talking about how, like, our hair changes, like, through our eras. Mm -hmm. So for me, my hair always changes. And like I said, like, my cousin used to say, like, when I would change my hair, I was going through a midlife crisis. So for me in <laughs> middle school, I had, like, this... Starting young. Starting young. Well, my mom let me dye my hair young. I was actually really surprised. How she old were you it. when she first let you dye your hair? <laughs> I was probably in fifth grade. Oh my god, so my mom used to that? always tell me, you're never dyeing your hair. Which is probably why I haven't to this day, because she just instilled it in my brain. But you're like 11. You know what's crazy? Or 10, 11. I grew 10, up in like a Christian household too, and like for like... Eleven. My family's not even religious, and she was like, "No hair is not virgin." That's what she would say to me. Yeah, she's like, "You're gonna destroy it. It's so nice," and I'd be like. Girl, it's not that deep. It's actually so funny because, like, your hair is not, like, a tattoo. Because your hair, like, grows back and, like, your virgin hair comes back eventually. Whereas, mm -hmm. like, if you get a tattoo, like, your skin... Your skin is your skin. Your skin is your skin. Mm -hmm. And I was so getting, like, dyeing my hair to my mom, I feel like, didn't feel like a big deal. Okay. I feel like... That's really progressive of her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I dyed my hair when I was, like, probably, like, in seventh grade, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I started, like, dyeing my hair young. But uh, my mom used to, always, it was kind of like a mix, right? Like that where she let me dye my hair, but like she wouldn't let me dye it too much because she says that like, she would tell me like, oh, that ruins your hair. And like, I feel like it does. And like, I guess as someone that has changed her hair color, like a lot of times in her lifetime, mm -hmm. I could say that my hair is definitely not the same when I was like, <laughs> but like yeah my hair is definitely not the same and i feel it's because i put it through so much as opposed to if i would have just always kept my mm -hmm. own natural hair mm -hmm. which is hilarious because after all the stuff that i put my hair through i reverted back to my natural <laughs> color and i feel like it's the one that suits me best and it's i love crazy? natural colors on people i love when girls have their natural dark hair natural light hair Sometimes, like, obviously it always looks good for a fun change, but I love when girls go back to their natural hair color because I feel like it really does usually suit you. There's exceptions, mm -hmm. but for the most part. But isn't that kind of crazy that, like, most of the time, like, I guess, mm -hmm. like, 90% of the time, your natural hair is the one that will suit you best? Yeah. That's so yeah. crazy. It's like God's plan is perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So cute. It's like you so meant to make me, like, It's a religious podcast. If you didn't know, this is. Um... No, but it's, like, I feel like it's so easy for you because, like, your hair is, like, already, like, kind of colored. Like, it's not necessarily blonde or black. It's, like, a nice little, like... Yeah, I feel like that's something else, too. Okay, when I was first born, I had really, really dark brown, almost black hair. And my mom was like, oh, my God, you look nothing like me because my mom has lighter hair. But then once, by the time I was, like, three, my hair was super light, lighter than this, like, almost blonde. And it's been, like, fluctuating ever since. And right now it's kind of in the middle. But my hair has changed a lot, so maybe that's why I didn't dye it, too, because it just naturally changes colors. Yeah. Does your hair change in the summer? 
yeah my hair definitely like, i have a lot of like natural highlights on my hair but in the winter you don't see it like if i'm in the sunshine like outside you'll see it and it looks lighter and then sometimes when i straighten my hair people are like oh my god did you dye your hair and i'm like no girl uh, yeah it's, it's just hairstyle. it's just the hairstyle maybe it's dirty don't know what to tell yeah, you no i mean there's some people like like i guess i could speak for myself like my hair changes color like in the summer like it gets like mm-hmm. lighter the little bit of a sun exposure that i get but yeah that you know your hair does change throughout the year too yeah but somehow some way this is a little bit off topic but did your parents let you guys paint your nails when you were little yes my parents did too because some parents don't some parents mm-hmm. think it's inappropriate for a little girl i was wearing makeup in seventh grade so i'm not a good example <laughs> we were only allowed to like paint like neutral colors like light pinks mm. like light light colors like mm-hmm. it, you my mom wouldn't let us do like hot pinks right. reds like stronger colors or like temporary tattoos like i would do them but my mom didn't like it that much like she would let me she would never be like no but i know she didn't love it when i did it just because i feel like she thought it looked dirty or something but mm-hmm. she wouldn't like say no she would let me but i always know it wasn't her favorite well, it's like sometimes like they tell parents like i'm well i don't know but like they i feel like i've heard some parents say like oh like they'll just agree or they'll say yes because like it's like kind of like reverse psychology where if they tell you no then you'll want it more so they're just like oh yeah it looks great (laughs) (laughs) well you know what my dad used to always say growing up he used to always say i don't want you to rebel and do things behind our back so i'd rather you just tell us like about boyfriends or dating or whatever the thing is you're going to a party you'd be like you're young and you're gonna do things so Mm -hmm. i'd rather be in on it which was kind of like progressive for him and my aunts and everything, they weren't like that. And sometimes my dad would tell them, be like, your daughter's not going to tell you anything and they're going to be doing crazy things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's your choice if you want to have a relationship, but they're not going to stop because you tell them, like, they can't go out. Right? I think it, my parents were, like, a mix at the same time. It's like they were, like... There was limits, but... Yeah, but, like, my parents, could, like, there was times that they could be, like, strict and then there was times that they were, like, not strict at all. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, okay, so I think my parents weren't strict <laughs> when it came to, like, friends mm-hmm. like i could always i was like that person that always had friends in their house mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. i was always allowed to hang out and all of that mm-hmm. but then when it came to like boyfriends right that was like a whole different story that like they like were like super the strict yeah i think that's where they drew the line well my dad didn't live with me so only my mom really had to say yes and then my dad would just be like, oh, okay, like, if we told him, we told him. But sometimes he wouldn't know. You know what's so funny? Cause it's kind of nice growing up in the house without a dad. For those reasons. No offense. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, like... I, like, I'm so I, close I with him. We have a great no, relationship. I see it because, I'm not like, fatherless. I grew with both parents. I'm not fatherless. <laughs> He's a great dad. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, in the immediate house, it's nice. Yeah. No, but I think even, like, growing up with both parents my mom would always cover for us so yeah you know that, your like, moms mom are for girls like, yeah sometimes most of the time most of the time hopefully. yeah if they're not yeah. i'm sorry when i was younger i wanted like all my friends would go to sleepovers and my mom was like no like Me you too. can't do sleepovers like that's like i think that's like the common in hispanic cultures yeah like, the sleepover thing and i was like mom but everyone's going and like she would not let me go and like i didn't live with my dad at the time so i like blackmailed my mom i was like i'm calling dad oh and my god and i called my dad in front of her and i was like dad can i go to a sleepover <laughs> and he was like yes and i was like mom i have permission from my dad so i'm going oh my god oh my god my parents let me sleep over my parents didn't my parents did but like 
when I got older, I said yes. With certain friends. Once I got older and my mom knew the friends, Mm -hmm. she said yes because she knew their parents for like 10 years at that point. Yeah. 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 Like it it really mattered. Like, you know, and I, I think of the day like when I do have kids, you know, like, I don't know. That's hard. That's hard. Like, I feel like as a teenager or like a young kid and when my parents didn't let me sleep out, I'm like, oh my God, you're so fucking annoying. Like, just be like super annoyed and felt like my parents were so controlling. Mm -hmm. But now I think of myself, if I had kids, I'm like, I don't know if I want my kids sleeping over. Who the fuck knows who's in the house? I wouldn't want my kids. Like, yeah. Unless I knew the parents really well. Really well. But if if I just know them a little bit, it's going to be I was only allowed to sleep at two friends' houses. That was it. That was like her limit. It's because, and it's because she knew them well. Right. But it was like, at the end of the day, I still did what I did. And I still (laughs) went out the way I did. That's true. You knew them. And I'm like, my kid's not going out. That's true. Because you know what? We sleep at my and um my mom and her mom were like really close friends like she's a great person but we would sneak out and we would go to parties and mm-hmm. i would do my thing and we would come home at like 5 a.m my mom know? no no did her mom know yeah. i don't think so no so me and my my friend we used to cut we used to leave school earlier and it was it was just so stupid and then like there was this guy that would buy us <laughs> alcohol oh but like it was like he would just buy it for us and me and her would just like sit like at her house like drinking right offs because i guess <laughs> that was the only thing my <laughs> my child self could like well not could child could, but could take right yeah i didn't even like alcohols i just that's why i would just go for smirnoff because it was more like right sweeter mm-hmm. than anything and then just act drunk how stupid <laughs> was that how Did stupid you guys was that ever drink four locos Yes. Girl, I was really bad in high school. What color was your hair during that era? <laughs> <laughs> during the Four Loco era? I was really bad in high school. Um, I cut my hair in high school too. So it was all lengths in high school. It was long and short. I've never been scared to cut it short. But I would. I was a really bad drinker in high school. Like looking back with me and my friends, not even, you know why? I have a problem where like the amount of drinking that we do at such a young age is totally inappropriate. Like I literally had alcohol poisoning in like 11th grade. But that's why I don't really drink a lot now. Like, I, I have, like, a few drinks, but, like, I never get drunk anymore. Like, I'll get tipsy maybe and have fun. But I, I don't get drunk because I just know now, like, yeah. how to not get drunk. But, yeah, I was really bad. So I drank a lot of Four Locos. But, like, why was Four Loco tar- targeting 15-year-olds? <laughs> but you know what? It was the easiest thing to get for us because in our town, we have... Oh, we should bleep out the town. Cut. Um... <laughs> we have like um we have a gas station i won't say the name of it where everyone goes to get alcohol where you did at the time and they didn't sell liquors but they sold four logos mike's cards um twisted teas things like that so that's why we drank that i think like four loco is kind of like yeah like the one thing that you don't go into a liquor store and it's like but it's really like strong and that you yeah, can get like you could get it anywhere 7-eleven yeah. yeah the gas station but i feel like for loco like the company like specifically targets well it's like jewels too that's they like, target the kids not jewels like a babe like babe yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. like i feel like that's like their target audience that's true yeah they're just I evil mean, i guess the young people want to get local <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, I wouldn't drink that now. I actually had somebody come, and I was like, oh my god. Somebody came up to me, like a, like a teenage girl came up to me at a gas station. Oh my and god. I didn't buy her alcohol. What'd you say? Yeah, now let me say <laughs> I was like, I've got you. No, of course not. 
Come on. The fire. So, no, I was like, first, like, I came out. So, this was during Halloween. Uh-huh. I had my Velma costume. Because oh I was just there. Oh, you're just looking like, like a baddie. The hottest version of Velma. Yeah. So, I got my short hair, my little mini skirt, and, like, my little see-through shirt, whatever. Like, I'm sitting there, and I'm pumping gas. And I was kind of, like, embarrassed because, like, I'm the only person dressed up at the gas station pumping gas. And then, like, <laughs> there's, like, a group of girls in the corner. And they're like, oh, my God, I love your costume. And oh. I was like, oh, thank you. And then they just kept staring at me. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get robbed or something. Set you up. <laughs> like, so then, but then, like, one of the girls comes up to me. She's like, can I ask you for something? I'm like, what's wrong? And then she's like, could you buy me something? And then, like, I'm thinking in my head, because, like, I'm seeing this kid. Like, it doesn't look like a homeless kid. And, like, it's, I'm so stupid because it didn't ever cross my mind when she asked me that, that she was going to ask me for alcohol. Because at first, I'm like, oh, my God, does she want something to eat? Like, what's wrong with this kid? Why is she asking for money? <laughs> and I'm like, well, what do you want? <laughs> Because you were dressed like the type of person that I'm <laughs> A responsible mother. A responsible adult, you know. I guess my outfit, now that I think about it, you're so right. So then I just sit there. I would have thought it was a human trafficking thing. I would have thought it was a human trafficking thing. Where like oh, a pimp is watching like them. Like oh the, yeah, like the pimp is watching the little girls and they're baiting me. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like, them. oh my God, this kid hasn't eaten. Like, what's wrong with this little girl? Well, like, I didn't know people did that. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, people I thought so. The girl looked, she looked like kind of like haze, like she was like high. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so she looks kind of high, but I'm like, yo, whatever, I don't care, I'll buy you a sandwich. Like, you know, like, only people <laughs> there, like, they're daring her to tell me to buy something, but then she's like, can I get up for a local? And I was like, oh shit, wait, I look like the type that will buy you alcohol? Oh my God. That Velma costume, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny because my, I asked my, like, when I was like, 12 or something i asked my dad i was like how do people like get access to alcohol like without like their parents or someone that they know and he's like they'll just go up to you at the gas station and ask mm-hmm. you and i thought that was so big and now i'm like Damn, it's, uh, that's the first time it happened to me yeah i told her I, I felt i was like oh i'm sorry like no she's like oh, okay and then like she walked away but then <laughs> yeah I, I guess they do have you guys ever watched the movie uh I think it's called Mama or something about like this crazy lady that was like buying alcohol for teens. No, you know that's based on a true story? It's based on a true story? story. No way! I heard the podcast about it the other day. (laughs) Oh my god, like that lady was so freaking like obsessed and insane. You have, have you heard of it? Never heard of it. So it's this lady that would like buy alcohol and like all these stuff for like this group of like teenage boys. They They were boys, right? Oh, that's shady. And, like, she would let them, like, come into her house and drink. Was it? Did she know these boys? Not that it helps. I'm just trying to get the full picture. It's just, like, like if you went up to your neighbor or something. Like, just someone on the street. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, from the movie, like, it's, like, this lady, like, it's, like, she, I think she wanted, like, uh, it turns out, like, it's, like, she had a really terrible, like, childhood or teenage years. She was, like, bullied and whatnot. And then, like, it was, like, it kind of, like, really messed her up in the head. Mm -hmm. And then she wanted to hang out with the cool kids. That's because, so like, sad. And I feel like that's like, such know. a real thing, too, that happens that people don't talk about enough. Like, um, <laughs> you had a bad, you know, growing up experience, so then you try and get that when you're older, but then it's just creepy and predatory. No, like, I yeah. heard the guy, like, that was, like, a part of that group talk about it, and she he talked about how, like, she would tell him that it was, like, okay for him to, like, sleep in the same bed as her like 10 year old daughter what yeah as her 10 year old 10 year old daughter this is not in the movie that's not no i heard the podcast about it and it was like it went so much deeper than what the movie oh that's so sad oh my god that's crazy that's sad that's crazy that's some real like 
Cuckoo. <laughs> like, well, like, you have to, like, also be suspicious of, like, an older woman letting... Yeah, like, just... why are you hanging out with teens? Like, yeah. You know? But, like, yeah. The movie was, like... It was kind of, like, uh, okay, but it was creepy. It was definitely creepy. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just shows, like, yeah, like, I guess, like, the way, like, sometimes, like, you don't... Like, as a teenager, like, you're, like, man, like... <clears throat> nobody's gonna manipulate me like right, nobody's right. gonna like and it's just like that also shows you like how easily like you could be manipulated as a teenager but you know what i always think about that since i did drink a lot in high school like looking back you don't understand you're you don't have the mental capacity or maturity levels to understand what's going on which is why there's laws not letting you drink at that age or smoke or do anything because your brain just doesn't understand it and you think you know it all but you really don't mm-hmm. and like every year like you learn more and more and now like i'll see 18 19 year olds drinking mm-hmm. which isn't even that young i was like 16 and stuff so when i see 18 and 19 year olds getting drunk i'm like oh my god like this is so dangerous like i wish you could i wish i could stop you i know i can but the amount it makes me so sad because i know it's so dangerous situations that i was in at like 15 and 16 years old and like not even realizing it because at that age yeah you don't know like exactly to me or like whoever's telling you not to do it like they're just being fucking annoying yeah 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 like i see 18 and 19 year olds getting like blackout drunk and like i can't even blame them because you know they don't have the they don't understand like how to stop drinking at that age but i'm like that's what but it's dangerous like i know someone you know i've seen a dangerous situation on play and i'm like this is why even if you're gonna drink at that age like you shouldn't do it in public like in a bar or something Mm -hmm. because then you're in dangerous situations i feel like when i was doing it i was like in my friend's house so Mm -hmm. like it was bad but like no one was gonna assault me well, mm-hmm. well, in that <laughs> house, in that house, yeah. I felt no one was going to assault me, thank God. But I, I could have easily been something else, mm-hmm. is my point. Yeah, I think, like, the older you get, like, the more scenarios you see with shit that happens. Mm-hmm. So it just starts, like, scaring you Like, when clubs more. say 18 plus for girls, like, that's so dangerous. An 18-year-old girl should not be in the fucking club. Like, I don't know, come girl. on. <laughs> I know, I, I am too. And my cousins come, my cousins are like, I'm 18, can I come? And, like, I'm not going to be like, no, but in my head, I'm like... I'm so scared for you, yeah. especially if you're not with someone who's looking out for you. But no, for but me, I think that that's why it's important to have those talks. And it's just like, yeah. like as a parent or as an mm-hmm. older person in that in that young person's life, it's like, yo, like especially like, you know, when you're out at a bar or the club, make sure you're always keeping an eye on your drink. Cover your mm-hmm. drink. Or like when you go, go with your group. And, and have someone that, who's not you know, going to get sloppy drunk. Like it's right. all five of you are sloppy drunk. Who's going to who's gonna protect gonna, you? Yeah. No one. Yeah. So that too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's I, my point. But I think it's important, yeah, like, just talk to people. And it's like, hey, listen, like, it's so easy for somebody to slip something in, yeah, like, in your right. drink. I think it's, like, some if it's someone that you, like, love and, like, care about, like, I feel like, for me, it's, like, do it with me yeah. and not with someone else. Yeah. Mom, you know you what I mean? sound like the Mean Girls mom. <laughs> I sound like the Mean home because I prefer it here. <laughs> Well, like, because I had a, I had, I did have a friend whose mom would like buy beers and stuff as long as like you did it at her house. Definitely me, mom's buy. <laughs> we would buy. steal my friend's mom's but tequila. It's so much safer. And I think she eventually she caught on and she just let us. She like didn't want us to. She'd be like, guys, don't. But we did. It's, I feel like it's just safer. Like if parents were more open about it, because like you yeah. see, like um in the UK, like the age. Yeah. And all of, a lot so of Europe. Yeah. And it, like, it takes away that, like, notion of, like, yeah, let's get blackout drunk. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, you're going to, like, it's an everyday thing. Yeah, because I think, mm-hmm. like, when you're a teenager, there there's it's more appealing when there's, like, kind of, like, or maybe this is just, like, everyone in general. Like, mm-hmm. 
there's something appealing us to being like like taboo or something you can't do so join us next time i hope you guys liked it and we'd love to hear your perspectives bye bye bye, bye. <laughs>